Genesis 30 through 31:16. Now, when Rachel saw that she had not borne Jacob any children, she became jealous of her sister, and she said to Jacob, Give me children, or else I am going to die. Then Jacob's anger burned against Rachel, and he said, Am I in the place of God who has withheld from you the fruit of the womb? Then she said, Here is my female slave, Billah. Have relations with her, that she may give birth on my knees, so that by her I too may obtain a child. So she gave him her slave Billah as a wife, and Jacob had relations with her. Billah conceived and bore Jacob a son. Then Rachel said, God has vindicated me, and has indeed heard my voice, and has given me a son. Therefore she named him Dan. And Rachel's slave, Billah, conceived again, and bore Jacob a second son. So Rachel said, With mighty wrestling I have wrestled with my sister, and I have indeed prevailed. And she named him Naphtali. When Leah saw that she had stopped having children, she took her slave Zilpah and gave her to Jacob as a wife. Then Leah's slave Zilpah bore Jacob a son. Then Leah said, How fortunate! So she named him Gad. And Leah's slave Zilpah bore Jacob a second son. Then Leah said, Happy am I, for women will call me happy. So she named him Asher. Now in the days of wheat harvest, Reuben went and found mandrake fruits in the field, and brought them to his mother Leah. Then Rachel said to Leah, Please give me some of your son's mandrakes. But she said to her, Is it a small matter for you to take my husband? And would you take my son's mandrakes also? So Rachel said, Therefore he may sleep with you tonight in return for your son's mandrakes. When Jacob came in from the field in the evening, Leah went out to meet him and said, You must have relations with me, for I have indeed hired you with my son's mandrakes. So he slept with her that night. God listened to Leah, and she conceived and bore Jacob a fifth son. Then Leah said, God has given me my reward, because I gave my slave to my husband. So she named him Isaacar. And Leah conceived again, and bore a sixth son to Jacob. And Leah said, God has endowed me with a good gift. Finally, my husband will acknowledge me as his wife, because I have borne him six sons. So she named him Zebulun. Afterward, she gave birth to a daughter, and named her Dinah. Then God remembered Rachel, and God listened to her, and opened her womb. So she conceived and gave birth to a son, and said, God has taken away my disgrace. And she named him Joseph, saying, May the Lord give me another son. Now it came about, when Rachel had given birth to Joseph, that Jacob said to Laban, Send me away, so that I may go to my own place and to my own country. Give me my wives and my children, for whom I have served you and let me go. For you yourself know my service which I have rendered you. But Laban said to him, If it pleases you at all, stay with me. I have determined by divination that the Lord has blessed me on your account. He continued, Name me your wages, and I will give them. But Jacob said to him, You yourself know how I have served you, and how your livestock have fared with me. For you had little before I came 
and it has increased to a multitude. And the Lord has blessed you wherever I turned. But now when shall I provide for my own household also? So he said, What shall I give you? And Jacob said, You shall not give me anything. If you will do this one thing for me, I will again pasture and keep your flock. Let me pass through your entire flock today, removing from there every speckled or spotted sheep, and every black sheep among the lambs, and spotted or speckled among the goats, and those shall be my wages. So my honesty will answer for me later, when you come concerning my wages. Every one that is not speckled or spotted among the goats, or black among the lambs, if found with me, will be considered stolen. Laban said, Good, let it be according to your word. So he removed on that day the striped or spotted male goats, and all the speckled or spotted female goats, every one with white on it, and all the black ones among the sheep, and put them in the care of his sons. And he put a distance of three days' journey between himself and Jacob, and Jacob fed the rest of Laban's flock. Then Jacob took fresh rods of poplar, almond, and plane trees, and peeled white stripes in them, exposing the white that was in the rods. He set the rod which he had peeled in front of the flocks in the drinking troughs, that is, in the watering channels where the flocks came to drink, and they mated when they came to drink. So the flocks mated by the rods, and the flocks delivered striped, speckled, and spotted offspring. Then Jacob separated the lambs, and made the flock's face toward the striped and all the black in the flock of Laban. And he put his own herds apart, and did not put them with Laban's flock. Moreover, whenever the stronger of the flock were mating, Jacob would place the rods in the sight of the flock in the drinking troughs, so that they would mate by the rods. But when the flock was sickly, he did not put them in. So the sickly were Laban's, and the stronger were Jacob's. So the man became exceedingly prosperous, and had large flocks, and female, and male servants, and camels, and donkeys. Now Jacob heard the words of Laban's son, saying, Jacob has taken away all that was our father's, and from what belonged to our father he has made all his wealth. And Jacob saw the attitude of Laban, and behold, It was not friendly toward him as it had been before. Then the Lord said to Jacob, Return to the land of your fathers, and to your relatives, and I will be with you. So Jacob sent word, and called Rachel and Leah to his flock in the field, and said to them, I see your father's attitude, that it is not friendly toward me as it was before, but the God of my father has been with me. You know that I have served your father with all my strength. Yet your father has cheated me and changed my wages ten times. However, God did not allow him to do me harm. If he said this, The speckled shall be your wages, then all the flock delivered speckled. And if he said this, The striped shall be your wages, then all the flock delivered striped. So God has taken away your father's livestock and given them to me. And it came about, at the time when the flock was breeding, that I raised my eyes and saw in a dream, and behold, the male goats that were mating were striped, speckled, or mottled. Then the angel of God said to me in a dream, Jacob, 
And I said, Here I am. He said, Now raise your eyes, and see that all the male goats that are mating are striped, speckled, or mottled. For I have seen everything that Laban has been doing to you. I am the god of Bethel, where you anointed a memorial stone, where you made a vow to me. Now arise, leave this land, and return to the land of your birth. Rachel and Leah said to him, Do we still have any share or inheritance in our father's house? Are we not regarded by him as foreigners? For he has sold us, and has also entirely consumed our purchase price. Surely all the wealth which God has taken away from our father belongs to us and our children. Now then, do whatever God has told you. Matthew 14 At that time, Herod the Tetrarch heard the news about Jesus, and said to his servants, This is John the Baptist. He himself has been raised from the dead, and that is why miraculous powers are at work in him. For when Herod had John arrested, he bound him and put him in prison because of Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip. For John had been saying to him, It is not lawful for you to have her. Although Herod wanted to put him to death, he feared the crowd, because they regarded John as a prophet. But when Herod's birthday came, the daughter of Herodias danced before them and pleased Herod, so much that he promised with an oath to give her whatever she asked. And after being prompted by her mother, she said, Give me the head of John the Baptist here on a platter. And although he was grieved, the king commanded it to be given, because of his oaths and his dinner guests. He sent word, and had John beheaded in the prison. And his head was brought out on a platter, and given to the girl. And she brought it to her mother. John's disciples came, and took away the body, and buried it. And they went and reported to Jesus. Now, when Jesus heard about John, he withdrew from there in a boat to a secluded place by himself. And when the people heard about this, they followed him on foot from the cities. When he came ashore, he saw a large crowd and felt compassion for them and healed their sick. Now, when it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, This place is secluded, and the hour is already past to eat. Send the crowds away, so that they may go into the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said to them, They do not need to go. You give them something to eat. They said to him, We have nothing here except five loaves and two fish. And he said, Bring them here to me. And ordering the crowds to sit down on the grass, he took the five loaves and the two fish and looked up toward heaven. He blessed the food and breaking the loaves, he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds, and they all ate and were satisfied, and they picked up what was left over of the broken pieces, twelve full baskets. There were about five thousand men who ate, besides women and children. Immediately afterward, he compelled the disciples to get into the boat and to go ahead of him to the other side, while he sent the crowds away. After he had sent the crowds away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray, and when it was evening, he was there alone. But the boat was already a long distance from the land, battered by the waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. 
When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It is a ghost, and they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. Peter responded and said to him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And he said, Come. And Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But seeing the wind, he became frightened. And when he began to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out with his hand and took hold of him and said to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind stopped. And those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, You are truly God's son. When they had crossed over, they came to the land of Gennesaret. And when the men of that place recognized him, they sent word into all that surrounding region and brought to him all who were sick. And they pleaded with him that they might just touch the border of his cloak. And all who touched it were cured. Acts 10, 1-22 Now there was a man in Caesarea named Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian cohort, a devout man and one who feared God with all his household, and gave many alms to the Jewish people and prayed to God continually. About the ninth hour of the day, he clearly saw in a vision an angel of God, who had just come in and said to him, Cornelius, and fixing his gaze on him, and being much alarmed, he said, What is it, Lord? And he said to him, Your prayers and alms have ascended as a memorial before God. Now dispatch some men to Joppa, and send for a man named Simon, who is also called Peter. He is staying with a tanner named Simon, whose house is by the sea. When the angel who was speaking to him had left, he summoned two of his servants, and a devout soldier of those who were in his personal attendance, and after he had explained everything to them, he sent them to Joppa. On the next day, as they were on their way and approaching the city, Peter went up on the housetop, about the sixth hour, to pray. But he became hungry, and was desiring to eat. But while they were making preparations, he fell into a trance, and he saw the sky opened up and an object like a great sheet coming down, lowered by four corners to the ground. And there were all kinds of four-footed animals and crawling creatures of the earth and birds of the air. A voice came to him, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, By no means, Lord, for I have never eaten anything unholy and unclean. Again a voice came to him a second time, what God has cleansed, no longer consider unholy. This happened three times, and immediately the object was taken up into the sky. Now, while Peter was greatly perplexed in his mind as to what the vision which he had seen might be, behold, the men who had been sent by Cornelius, having asked directions for Simon's house, appeared at the gate. And calling out, they were asking whether Simon, who was also called Peter, was staying there. While Peter was reflecting on the vision, the Spirit said to him, Behold, three men are looking for you, but get up, go downstairs, and accompany them without misgivings, for I have sent them myself. Peter went down to the men and said, Behold, I am the one which you are looking for. 
What is the reason for which you have come? They said, Cornelius, a centurion, a righteous and God-fearing man, well spoken of by the entire nation of the Jews, was divinely directed by a holy angel to send for you to come to his house and hear a message from you. Proverbs 6, 1-11 My son, if you have become surety for your neighbor, have given a pledge for a stranger, if you have been snared with the words of your mouth, have been caught with the words of your mouth, do this then, my son, and deliver yourself. Since you have come into the hand of your neighbor, go, humble yourself, and be urgent with your neighbor to free yourself. Give no sleep to your eyes, nor slumber to your eyelids. Save yourself like a gazelle from the hunter's hand, and like a bird from the hand of the fowler. Go to the ant, O sluggard, observe her ways, and be wise, which, having no chief, officer, or ruler, prepares her food in the summer, and gathers her provision in the harvest. How long will you lie down, O sluggard? When will you arise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. Your poverty will come like a vagabond, and your need like an armed man. Psalms 12 Help, Lord, for the godly man ceases to be. For the faithful disappear from among the sons of men. They speak falsehood to one another. With flattering lips and with a double heart they speak. May the Lord cut off all flattering lips, the tongue that speaks great things, who have said, With our tongue we will prevail. Our lips are our own, who is Lord over us. Because of the devastation of the afflicted, because of the groaning of the needy, now I will arise, says the Lord, I will set him in the safety for which he longs. The words of the Lord are pure words. As silver tried in a furnace on earth, refined seven times, you, O Lord, will keep them. You will preserve him from this generation forever. The wicked strut about on every side when vileness is exalted among the sons of men.